is that like it it increases the polarity. It increases the the attraction between the masculine and the feminine when the masculine creates an experience or creates a space that the feminine can then show up to. Yeah. It's like there's yeah. something about that that just builds that electricity. of Dear Men. This is a fan favorite, Girl Talk. Yay! I'm here with my girlfriends again, and today we are discussing something men can do or provide that is super sexy. And this is whether we're in a relationship with that man or not. And it has to do with, drum roll please, creating an experience. Creating an experience for a woman. This feels really good, and we're going to go into it. Um, but first, we're going to go around real quick and say our names, our ages, and our relationship status. Oh, and I'll start because I'm the leader. Um, <laughs> my name is Mel. I'm in my mid-30s, and I'm still single, guys. Still single. <laughs> hey, y'all. This is Nancy. I'm 24, and I'm single. I'm Z. I'm in my mid-30s, and currently I'm single. I'm Ashley. I'm in my mid-30s and very single. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we're going to talk about this topic of how good it feels when a man creates an experience for us. Um, Partly because I've noticed that, for me, when a man does create an experience for me, there's something about that that has me trust him. There's something about that that really makes a difference beyond just the experience that we have that has me trust him as a man, as an individual, and as a potential relationship partner or a relationship partner if I'm in relationship with him. So I think it's kind of fundamental to relationship, and and it just lights us up. So I like to highlight the things that light us up. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so before we go into what that looks like and how good it feels, we're just going to talk briefly in each share a story about a time that a man did not create an experience for us and like how that felt. So who wants to start? I'll start. This is Ashley. Um, yeah, I've definitely had a few experiences like that. I think. Or not experiences. (laughs) (laughs) Great way of putting it. Um, the first one that comes to mind, I think I was about 20 and I was working at a gym And at the time, that was really fun because I got asked out a lot being at the front desk there. Um, And this really cute guy came in and and uh, I told someone he was cute and he ended up getting my number and and, you know, saying like, hey, how about we meet somewhere? And so I suggested a place because he was new to the area and I thought, no big deal. Like, cool, we'll meet up and it'll be fine. And um, we got there and he just kind of stood frozen a lot and didn't really talk and I think looking back, he just didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And we like, like, I just found a lot of me. I ended up like leading like, hey, I think this is the place instead of him, like figuring it out ahead of time and being and opening the door and making sure it was all fine or getting a reservation. It was just, 
he really didn't know what he was doing or didn't feel comfortable. And so I felt like I was leading the date. And then it got really awkward halfway through. (laughs) (laughs) Got really awkward because there was like this woman that was performing at this bar and he didn't really talk to me much and could not take his eyes off of her. <laughs> and I was feeling really uncomfortable. I figured he was shy, but I was like, this is really awkward. Yeah. And then at one point he says, hey, can you go, can you go have her sing a song? And <laughs> oh my me, God, are you serious? I'm serious. <laughs> wanted me to go up and give her money to sing a certain song. That's so weird. And I was like... <laughs> I'm like, um... Why couldn't he do it himself? I don't know. And then it felt really weird that he wanted me to do it, and I thought he was attracted to her, and that felt <laughs> so weird Maybe to he play that game. Maybe he did. Maybe. Maybe he was swinging that. Oh, my God. This reminds me of that time. There was this girl in high school I was friends with who really liked this boy. We'll call him Sean. And so she asked Sean to prom, and he said no. And they were, like, really good friends. And then he, like, like a couple days later was like... To asking her, like, hey, I want to ask this girl Elise to no, prom. I swear no, to God. And she was okay. like, what? what? How dense can you be? Yeah. Like, to be on a date with a woman and be like, hey, well, can I give you money so you can go ask that girl to sing this other song? Yeah. He so, didn't know. He didn't, didn't know. know his impact. Yeah. He well, yeah. Know. And so describe for us a little bit about what, what was the impact on you of that. Well, I, I felt totally, one, I felt undesired. And then I mm-hmm. felt yeah. um, just not... Like, he wasn't even engaging with me. Like, I felt, um, I can't find the right word for that. But, you know, I just, I felt kind of, yeah, that's a a great word. And I, like, looking back on it, because, you know, that was a few years ago, I can see that he was probably shy and didn't know what he was doing and kind of young. Um, But simple things like, like, just if he would have picked the restaurant or gotten there ahead of time before I got there or had a few topics to talk about if he knows he's a shy guy, (laughs) you know, just... Just a few things no. to kind of making more eye contact, like those little things, because a guy can be shy, but you notice those little things, like he's pulling out the chair, or mm-hmm. he, you know, says, you know, like, oh, I heard this, this is really great on the menu. Like, mm-hmm. I know he's looking out for me, and that feels like mm-hmm. I feel very cared for, and mm-hmm. that makes me, that makes me totally attracted to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. that was where I think the miss, mm-hmm. the miss happened, along with the... <laughs> Weird song that request. Like a really awkward date. It was honestly. very awkward. We ended. We ended very quickly after that. As quickly as I could. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, Felicia. Thank you. <laughs> Who else? Uh, okay. This is Z. Um, in general, I think I've been very fortunate that men have been really wonderful, and I do think men are really actually wonderful and a lot of fun. Um, for me, creating is an experience is a lot about the guy just being present and having fun with me and just exploring and being creative. That's what I appreciate. One of the ones that stands out to me as a, um, a non-experience. Yeah. Or, um, <laughs> I, it was, it was sort of a bad experience looking back on it now, although I didn't realize it then. And this was when I was a little bit younger and, you know, we all have our weird insecurities still, no matter how old we are. But when I was younger, it was one of the first dates I had ever gone on. And I really liked the guy, but it was like, we were kind of hooked up by friends. So it was a little awkward already. And we went to the movies and I remember I had talked to him on the phone a bunch and we'd sort of seen each other in, you know, the, the space that we were at, but not really a lot of interaction. So this is our first really getting together to, to go on a date. And we're in the movie theater and he kept trying to like put his hand over like onto my belly or like my, like he was trying to actually hook his finger, I think in my underwear. 
<laughs> while we're watching the movie. Okay. And when I was younger, but he couldn't find it. No, no, I mean, no, no. But like, okay, so not that he couldn't find it. He was he was pretty going for it. But I think that I kept back then. I didn't have very good boundaries, so I said no to a lot of men because it was just easier than having to you know turn them down while I was in the moment. So I'd just be like, no, not interested. And um, I kept moving, repositioning my body. Um, evading. Yeah. I kept evading instead of now I would just be like, Hey, can you please not do that? Like, or let's think about that. Maybe after we actually have some interaction. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I remember evading him, moving my body, kind of brushing his hand a little bit. I think I said three times, let's just watch the movie, (laughs) which is girl code for please stop. Yeah. Yeah. Please stop touching me inappropriately in the movie theater. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, I just remember, feeling really uncomfortable. And at the same time, it was really awkward for me because I did really like him. Like I was really attracted to him and I really liked him. And it wasn't, I don't think I could cognitively put it together. Like I didn't want him to get mad at me back then because even then, like I have, I have a good dad. So I I mean, a lot of people have good dads, but I'm not afraid of men being like, you know, you're whatever. I'm just like, all right, fine. Bye. (laughs) But I think that it was more just it made me so much more insecure mm. because I was like, wow, I, I know that you like me and I know that you're kind of fiddling around, but <laughs> it makes me feel really unsafe. Like yeah. I felt really yeah. unsafe. I didn't feel seen at all because one of the, I guess, messages that my father had told me, which is not true and I don't believe it, but it was that men only want one thing. And that is not true. Men do not only want one thing, which is sex. <laughs> but at that time when I was a little bit younger, I was like, oh, maybe he's right. You know, maybe this is true. And mm-hmm. he didn't, I'm sure, you know, we were just younger and you want to explore and be with different people and da da da. But I, I did feel really gross. Yeah. Well, it sounds like he wasn't picking up on your signals Yeah. because I just want to make it clear. I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to make a move, especially yeah. when you're on a date yes. and you're in the movie theater and there's the whole like reaching over with the like yawning and putting your hand on her yes. shoulder. <laughs> but the important thing is then you must listen to the response. Yes. It sounds like he didn't listen to the response at all. No. Like he just kept trying. And yes. that's a little rapey. It's a little rapey. A little rapey. Yeah. Yes. So. And if you're getting, I mean, and part of it was, is we hadn't had a lot of physical interaction. Like we, I think this was like our first real physical interaction. So it's like, go for something on my face or my neck or my lips or, or something or or yeah. before you yeah. start going for the side of the my JJ? underwear. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? <laughs> That's like, whoa, no. going for home plate, yeah. like on the first date. <laughs> so looking back on it now, part of that obviously is my responsibility. And part of that was him just, I think just not knowing. Yeah. It's, it's both parties, not knowing, not feeling insecure, having all these weird things. Yeah. But I, I remember now and looking back on it now, I'm like, yeah, I would do that a lot differently Mm. because I do think he was a good human. I don't think he was trying to make me feel uncomfortable, Yeah. but I felt really uncomfortable. And just, I think I went home being really disappointed. Mm. That's what it was. Cause I really liked him. And I was like, I'm so disappointed. And then I remember I, we mutually broke up or whatever, like a month later, but I was just like disappointed. So yeah. I was like, you were really cute. Mm-hmm. And I was really attracted to, you. and if you just calmed it down a little bit, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we probably could have had something and done more stuff that you would have enjoyed. And I would have enjoyed <laughs> just not right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> this is Nancy. So one of my most memorable non experiences was last summer, summer, 2016, <laughs> Oh my god, Nancy. Sorry, Nancy. A lot of things happened. Oh she goes for the first time. Oh my there were non-experiences. It was a full, it was a full, full summer. Oh yes. Very memorable. 
so last summer I visited Chicago for the first time and I was at a bar and I met a, a boy and I really connected with him um, and so I live in California. So I traveled back to California and then we were texting, we exchanged numbers and um, we were texting and then he let me know that he was going to be in San Francisco in two weeks. And he asked me to visit San Francisco. And one of my best friends lives there. So I was like, okay, I'll just make a trip out of it. Um, and I'll visit my best friend and I'll also visit him or I'll, I'll meet up with him because I, you know, had a really good connection with him. And then, so I booked my flight to San Francisco to meet this boy that I'd only met once before then. And, um, he like I ex- I went I went to San Francisco like I basically booked this flight to see him right like of course I was like okay well I'll just see my best friend because I'm gonna be here mm-hmm. but when I got to San Francisco um he I got there like Friday night or something and then he got there the next morning on Saturday and then I remember kind of just hanging out at my best friend's place obviously like she was you know doing what she had planned to do and because she had the she had the idea that I was going to hang out with this guy the entire time um and I remember sitting in her room kind of just waiting for him to text me like I wasn't sure what was happening he said you know he had texted me a few hours prior and said he was landing um at whatever time I want to say like noon or so and then I was like okay so so then what so then I was just kind of looking at my phone like what's happening now yeah um and then he was like texting me very intermittently and he was like um where are you like we should get like you know um where are you i'm here um i was like and then i texted him like where are we meeting (laughs) just like where are we meeting and he was like oh let's meet at this cafe and then i was like okay what time and then he just like didn't text back for a really long time. I, I not remember, okay. Yeah, I remember. Not just, okay. I was like, I was so frustrated. I felt so frustrated. I was like, I'm just going to take a nap. Okay. And so I took a nap and then he eventually called me. And so then I woke up and um, eventually like I, I went to where he was, which was like kind of frustrating. And like, he had like zero plan as to what we were going to do together. And like, mind you, again, I kind of flew to San Francisco to meet up with him. And then later that night we got, you know, like it would have been nice if he was like, okay, well let's grab dinner or something. But no, I ended up getting dinner with him and his like five bros. No. (laughs) Yes. No. That's what happened. Yeah. (laughs) And then I felt so uncomfortable. Just like, like, what am I doing here? Mm, Um, why like why didn't he plan anything like i basically i i bought a flight ticket which isn't cheap on very last minute to Mm -hmm. go all the way to san francisco to see you and he didn't plan anything i didn't feel like you know he like had me he he wasn't like it was kind of just wandering about right yeah right big yeah so it sounds like the impact on you was like you didn't feel safe not at all. Yeah, yeah. and kind of off balance. That's the mm-hmm. feeling I'm getting is like kind of like, what, what are we doing, doing here? Where are we going? Yeah, what's yeah. Like, what's happening now? Right. Like, and not, not like, I'm ready to surrender to you. Like, kind right. of the opposite of that. It felt so directionless, and yeah, I was like, what am I doing here? What's the point of this? Yeah, and annoyed and frustrated. And like when totally. I hear that, if that was me, I would feel 
all types of ways about myself mm-hmm. for like, like I think what the impact of that is for me is if that was yeah. me, it would be me starting to question and self doubt everything mm-hmm. about myself. Totally. And then I definitely don't like you yeah, mm-hmm. because now you've, you've yeah. like brought up all of these weird little things and made me actually not really like parts of myself for like yeah. trying to engage with you. Totally. Yeah. That's exactly how it was because I remember sitting there. Like I remember going back to my best friend's place afterwards and thinking, I, I remember I told her like, I felt so, I felt like he doesn't think I'm smart yeah. because I was sitting there at dinner the entire time while his five finance bros were like talking. And I didn't, I probably got, I don't know, seven words in at most. I just felt so stupid. Like I was mm. like, I felt really insecure after that because, yeah. you know, like he didn't create that experience for me, for me to feel safe and for me to feel as though like I was welcome there. It was yeah. kind of just like, oh, just, let's that. drag this girl along yeah. because he didn't plan better. <laughs> right. Yes. And for you to shine, like to totally. actually yeah, get to know brilliant. who you really are. Thank yeah. you, girl. The fact, that, yeah. <laughs> the fact that anyone wouldn't think you're smart and like that doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense to me. It does not compute. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of like if you say seven words, like <laughs> there's not really much to go off of. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> um yeah, so my non-experience is um had many of them, but I will just choose one. Um so there was a guy who I think was interested in me. Unclear. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There was a guy who was interested in me and <clears throat> He asked for my number. We met at, like, an event. He asked for my number. I gave it to him. We texted a little bit, and then we made plans to hang out that Friday, And um, but we didn't set what they were. We were just like, let's hang out Friday. And I can't remember who initiated what, like, which is pretty telling in and of itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I vividly remember it was, like, 4 p.m. or something, or 5 or something, in the getting towards evening on Friday, and he texted me, so what should we do? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. He texted me, so what should we do? And I remember thinking, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I I can make something up. But I just remember feeling deflated. That was the experience. Mm. My, in my whole body, I just felt deflated. I did not feel excited to meet up with him anymore. Yeah. I wasn't um, – I didn't feel special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't feel special. I think that's the – most important feeling for me in in the non-experienced side of things is I don't feel special. I don't feel like the man really cares about me or really cares about seeing me. I feel like I'm just something he's fitting in. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've also realized, and in that moment, I I felt irritated. Like, I got the text and I was like, ugh. Like, I was like, (laughs) not only am I not excited to see you now, like, now I'm annoyed with you. And I remember feeling like, a little bit trapped because I didn't know how to say, like, I'm annoyed. I I would have loved if you'd come with a plan or had an idea yeah. or something. And so I just sort of stuffed my annoyance. Mm. And I'm, I'm wondering if you ladies do this too, where yeah. I just stuffed my irritation. Mel and- doesn't stuff it well, guys. You can tell. <laughs> <laughs> no, but- not a thing. She doesn't, she doesn't but actually, well. <laughs> I feel like um, I did okay in this circumstance of suggesting something like, close to my house because he was he lived like kind of far away Mm -hmm. um and we we had an okay time it ended up being fine but I think when I look back at like the relating that we did after that like it wasn't a long relationship it was like a month or two maybe I I can trace it back to that that moment and that time and being like 
yeah, I don't, I'm not really that into this. Mm -hmm. And I think if he had come with an experience and created an experience for me, I would have felt differently about, about his leadership and Mm -hmm. about being able to actually trust him and surrender to him. And, but I didn't, I didn't know what to do about that in the moment. Cause I was like, oh, well, he's not, you know, cause he's from an hour away. So he doesn't know the area. And I kind of like made up some excuses for him. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get to that in a later <laughs> section. Um, and yeah. And so I'm just like left with that sense of like, wow, I really didn't know how to say like, I'm annoyed. Yeah. And I didn't necessarily feel the right to feel annoyed. Cause I was like, oh, well, there's two of us, you know? Why, you know, why should he have to be the one that does all that? Like I made up all of these these things, but the truth of the matter, which is why I wanted to do this episode is that I didn't feel secure and I didn't feel Mm -hmm. like I could surrender and I didn't feel totally feminine. I didn't feel like all of these things that I I am guessing he would have wanted me to feel like, that's why I wanted to do this episode. So I'm like, I think if I was a guy, I would want the woman to feel secure and lit up and excited Mm -hmm. and want to see me. And I would want her to feel special and I'd want her to feel Mm -hmm. those things. And I think that my guess is that this happens a lot where the non-experience thing puts the woman off balance yeah. to start with. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. you're starting on this off balance foot instead of like stepping into something fun and exciting. And yeah. yeah. Any comments about that before we do the other stories? You want to, I think also what I heard from you is that you didn't feel turned on or attracted to him. And when they when a man takes the lead and puts some you can tell that he puts some time and effort whether it's a picnic in the park or whatever like going to get a drink at a bar um yeah when he puts the time and effort into like what would you actually like what's her favorite drink she likes whiskey let's find Mm -hmm. a whiskey bar like i feel turned on and attracted Mm -hmm. to that man instantly that's a really good point yeah i think you're right i did that's true like the the whatever attraction we'd had kind of withered for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah. like, nah. like if I was a guy, I, like lost my erection. I was like, exactly. right. okay. Right. <laughs> what stood out to me about what you said was that you were making excuses for him because he didn't live in the area. I mean, there's something called the internet, you guys. <laughs> like, you can Google it. There's Yelp. I Come have on. a great story about that. You can, you can hop on the internet and do some research, you know, yeah. figure it out. And I, yeah, that's something that resonates with me because I definitely felt as though, you know, with my story, with the the guy that I met up in San Francisco, I was making excuses for him, too, because he was... Well, actually, no, he lived in San Francisco for some time, so (laughs) no excuses. Women do that. Yeah. excuses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not that we're kinder than men, because I don't think that's true, but... I think that women tend to make more excuses. Well, I think it's, it's, it's what you said, Z, about, like, making it about us. Like, I made it about me. Like, oh, I'm being too demanding or I'm, I'm not, Mm -hmm. you know, why should it be on him? And I think there's something to be said for that. I don't think there's nothing to be said for it, but I like what you said, Ash, about the impact, which is to me is the most important thing is like, what is the impact? Right. Regardless of all the stories and all that stuff, I was less attracted to him. Like I was less attracted, less excited, less, Mm -hmm. right. All of that stuff. And that feels really important. It's like, if you want a woman to be lit up and radiant and excited and feel special with you, that's part of what this podcast is for mm-hmm. is to give you some like yeah. hints and ideas and explain yeah. what's going on and why something like the non-experience doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. So any last comments before we um, go on to what, it, I, what I does come, but I want to make sure you're pounding. Were you pounding with that? Um, well, Ash did mention something about, you know, when she, in response to my story, you weren't at your best. And I felt like yeah, that was true. I wasn't at my huge. best because I was like, mm. uh, well, uh, I'm not, I don't feel, I don't feel smart. I don't feel like 
safe. I don't feel secure. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not seeing the true me. Right. Yeah. Um, So the last thought that I have to say is, I think what I heard in your thing is that it's really important because I have no problem telling you what I'd like, but I think it goes the same way. Like if you asked me out, think about what would you actually like to do? What would be fun for you to do with me? And then say something like, hey, I think it'd be really fun to da-da-da, get a drink on the corner bar or go for a walk in your neighborhood and get some ice cream. How does that sound to you? Like, what would be fun for you? And then ask me if I want to be included in that. Mm. And I think mm-hmm. that feels, because the thing is, I have no problem with what do you want to do. I mean, I probably would if it was like a first date thing. But I kind of, I'm, I'm really chill and mellow. Like, I don't mind being like, let's go get some ice cream. Cool, let's go do that and talk story and walk around the block. But the whole, I think what it feels like is that you have no personality. Like, mm. it's just like you're... I don't want to... Then if the man doesn't come with a plan, he has no personality? <sighs> that sounds really harsh, but it's sort of like, I want to know that... I want to know what you're about. What you know, he's bringing like, Yeah, like, like, I want to know what you're like, about. Like, what would you like to do on Thursday, Friday, Saturday yeah. afternoon? Like, what's cool right. to you? <clears throat> yeah. Because part of that is we're already connecting into me getting to know a part of you. And if you're just sort of like, oh, what would you like to do? Then I'm like, um... I don't know. You're not as exciting to me now. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's transition then to the stories where, where, where it did work and where a man did create an experience because it's so great. It's so great. It's so fun to go on a date that you're excited about and actually be turned on. It really is. And attracted to the man. It really is. Because he's showing up in a wonderful way. Okay. Who wants to start? You want to start, Ash? Sure. Okay. I'll start. Um... Yeah, I think I think I may have mentioned this before, but um, this was a gentleman that uh, I guess he'd emailed me. A gentleman. Me. A gentleman. Oh, yeah, he was a gentleman. He can see what happens when you make a plan. <laughs> <laughs> you, get called, you get called a gentleman. Word switch. Yeah. Word switch. <laughs> totally. Turns out that this guy had emailed me like we on on some you know internet dating site a few times or once or twice, and I didn't even didn't even know that he did that. Um, and when he finally made a grand gesture just to just to ask me out on the date, it was like it was magnificent. He he like recorded this this song and he a video of him and he sent me the link to it and was like he made this whole plan of like that's intense. It was so much. It was so much. But how could I not Extra. say yes to that guy? You it's know, true. yeah. Like and you know he wasn't he wasn't quite as tall or as as attractive as I would normally go for, but his thoughtfulness and his his like putting himself out there as you said like he really was like showing me who he was and he was like bringing the whole the whole gamut and I felt very special Mm. and then when we went on the date he um he planned like he you know asked me like what kind of food I like and he planned this place that he's like this is my favorite place that's why I wanted to take you here and we went to his favorite planetarium place mm. that sounds like super um, cool that's awesome it was great it was a great i mean and he even brought like it was really cute because we didn't have dessert at the restaurant and so he got like these this little bag of like chocolate covered almonds mm-hmm. to have at the planetarium together which was super cute oh, um, planetarium <gasps> yeah that's a great date it was good oh my it God, was a great date that. it was a great date and and what was the impact on you um the impact was that i Kissed him. I kissed him. <laughs> he, he got a kiss. Oh, I kissed him. Hear that, man. He got a kiss. And because he was so chivalrous and so kind, 
Um, I ended up hanging out with him longer than I was expecting because it was so fun. And then we really got to connect more deeply that way. And I ended up dating him for a while. And um, But he was someone that I would have never... I probably wouldn't have said yes to had he done that stuff. And I would definitely would not have gone on a second date with him mm, yeah. or kissed him had he mm. not done those things. I probably yeah. would have been out. And you also done. felt pretty safe. Yeah, like. he was a little aggressive with his making out. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's a first date. I'm glad you're excited. I'm flattered. Oh, and he brought flowers. Like the whole, oh, wow. the whole thing. Wow. He, he like brought it, you know? Wow. So then I could look past a little bit of his too much tongue a little bit and, <laughs> and like slow it down. Because I was like, oh, he's just excited. He's really showing me mm-hmm. he's trying really hard in it. Yeah. It was really touching. What I like about that, and I, I don't know, like, if that was totally all of him is who does that with his dates. But what I really like about that is that he showed you his favorite restaurant and his favorite, like, planetarium. Because mm-hmm. if you said yes to a date, like, I do want to know who you are. And so not necessarily the date has to be all about me. Like, I want to know what you're about, too. And the yeah. fact that he was like, this is what I love and what lights me up and is a part of me and I want to share that with you that's really fun. I'm just like, cool. Like, even if we don't end up dating, like I now get to see what's really awesome in you. And it, it is more sexy. Like Mm -hmm. I feel way more sexy when you're in your element too. Mm -hmm. Then I get to be like, Oh, you're doing your thing and you're in your element. Like that's sexy. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, uh, that brings something up for me, which is I got asked out on a date once like a second or third date or something. And the guy was like, there's a speakeasy I've really been wanting to try in Mm -hmm. my area. Would you want to go to that? I was like, hell yeah, I would. Yeah. But it was <laughs> right. But it was like, it was like the opposite of what should we do? Mm-hmm, like, right. but it was what you said. It like it doesn't have to be for me at least. It's not. It's not about like the guy figuring out exactly what I like and tailoring it to me. It's like what you said. I'm like, I just want you to have a plan. Right. Like, I just want you to have a plan. Right. <laughs> like, I want to be able to follow your lead. Right. And 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 it's cool when I'm like, cool. There's a speakeasy you've been wanting to try. Like, there's your personality coming through, yeah. and yeah. it's something that you think could be fun for us to do. And like, yeah. I was like, hell yeah, I'll go to a speakeasy. That sounds really cool. Adventure. And it was really, it was really cool. And I think it is really nice. Like, it is nice when they show their personality. Mm-hmm. Um. But just to note with this guy, what it ended up happening was that he he was a little bit too much about himself, which is why we stopped dating. Oh. And so you it mean was, on, in conversation? In conversation. He talked about himself a lot, yeah. And he couldn't quite, like... Put attention on you? Yeah, exactly. He could not put attention on me. And so it was a wonderful grand gesture, and we had a couple of really great dates we dated. But then I found that that was kind of all he brought to the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's I think it's like, it's... Like, I want to see your personality and all of that. And then I also want, like, if you're going on a second, third, fourth date, like, you should know, like, oh, she she really loves tofu uh, or she can't, she's allergic to this. And, like, think about, like, oh, my date's allergic to, to gluten, right? And I'm going to find a restaurant that's gluten-free to make her feel special. So mm. both, I think, are really mm. important and really just mm. thinking about it and making one or two gestures cool. that are that are about that other person or something significant. Yeah. Creating an experience. Really impactful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, my story is about a guy that I dated, not in the summer of 2017. (laughs) This was actually the summer of 2016. Um, Also an exciting summer. And um, so this guy was someone that I had met at the club. At the club. The club Um, features in every episode of World (laughs) Time. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> going to work. Um, <laughs> so I met this guy at the club in San Francisco when I was living there still, and he was a friend of a friend, so he was a mutual friend. And he, oh my gosh, this guy! I look, I look back very fondly on this guy because one of the first things that he did after meeting, after he met me, was like he added my best friend on Facebook. And I, at first, I was like, I saw, I, I saw it come up on my feed, and I was like, what? I'm like that's kind of weird. Anyway, so. I found out, he asked me out on a first date and I found out later that he, the reason why he added my best friend on Facebook was because he messaged her to see what I liked and I didn't like. That's oh, right. Oh my God. Swoon. That's right. That's right. melts. Um, so I'll share one story and then I'll, I'll just kind of t- talk about him and what I really liked about him and the the dates that we went on and kind of the experiences that he created for me. So um, one of the best dates that I shared with him was um, when he planned a picnic at Sutro Baths. So I had no cool. idea That's what so cool. I had no idea what we were doing. I kind of he was just like, hey, I'm I'm taking you somewhere. We're going on a date. This Aww. is the type of like this is the type of shoes or clothes you should wear. And that's all I had to worry about, it's you know? Great. So yes. I just had to look she worried cute. about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I just had to look my, my cutest and, you know, uh, be my best, bring my best outfit. And um, he picked me up from my apartment. He drove me out there. He was wearing his his backpack. I wasn't, I had no idea what was in the backpack. But, you know, we went to, we got there and then we did a little hike. We went down to the beach and then he pulled out his picnic blanket and he pulled out his the wine that he brought in his backpack and he bought out the wine glasses and and the cheese and the crackers and i was like oh my god (laughs) oh my god yes so cute and i mean i felt so i felt like if you guys are familiar with the Myers-Briggs, he was an yeah. ENTP, mm. um, the P meaning that he's like more, he, okay. he likes things more like open, open-ended. He's spontaneous. not right, spontaneous, yeah. but you know, he really like, he planned our dates. Every single restaurant that we went to, he made a reservation mm. ahead of time, right? Nice. Sexy. Yes. It was so sexy. Um, and he, I just felt like, I felt like he, he like always opened my car, the door to the car for me. Um, I just felt like very safe and very like held, held. by him. Like, yeah. you know, like he got me, like if I ever have babies with him, yeah. <laughs> you know, like he could take care of them. Yeah. He could take yeah. care of me. Like yeah. he, I, I just felt like I look upon him like very favorably. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I look back on like all the guys that I've dated, um, because he really cared about what I wanted. He, he cared enough to like add my best friend on Facebook and ask her about, um, what, what kind of food I liked and what kind of like adventures I would like to go on and what he should plan for our first date. Um, Oh, that's so yeah, sweet. Yeah, it's really nice. And did cool. you feel like a queen on that date? Oh, like, yes, did you feel girl. like yeah, super special. Super special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like um when I, 
one of the things that I look for most in the men that I date is um are, are men who are very like paternal like they can take care of mm. me not, not not necessarily because I need to be taken care yeah. of like I can you're very, super independent yes. yeah. I and okay <laughs> y'all uh, I can take care of myself but you know when I meet someone who is like very considerate of other people and like who's very mindful and yeah. like aware of you know the people around him and um cares enough to you know kind of have their likes and their interests in mind plan that's really sexy yeah. to me yeah well a lot of what a lot of also what i hear from a lot of women is they look for men that would be good to be dads mm-hmm. and exactly. not everybody <laughs> but i i know that that's a quality that is important mm-hmm. so it's like not necessarily like are you kind and good to me are you solid to me but would you be a solid dad mm-hmm. yeah. and i've heard that from multiple women and yeah. what you just said mm-hmm. you know yeah that's kind of it's kind of biological like we want we want to have sex with men that we feel safe and secure with that would be good providers and right providers yeah. Like, yeah even if you don't even want to have kids, kids or yeah. anything like that yeah it's a biological it turns it turns us on yeah I'm like yeah. oh damn okay you um, can provide for me even though i don't need you to <laughs> <laughs> so my story is um I really like this story because I think it kind of points to what Nance was saying earlier about, like, there's this thing called the Internet, and it makes planning really easy. <laughs> uh, so I um, had this guy had reached out to me through a modeling website or something, ran, some random social media channel of some kind, and um, he was really cute. He was really cute. But he was from Australia. Mm. So I was like, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> um, but then he messaged me and said he was coming to the East Coast. And he asked me out on a date. And I um, obviously said yes. Like, I was really <laughs> excited. I was like, wow, yes. And it was, again, it was one of those circumstances where it was like, we set the date. Because he was, this was an international trip. So it was like six weeks away or something. Like, we'll hang out this night. But I didn't know what we were doing. I wasn't sure. And I'll never forget it. Um, he called me. So I think our date was set, like set for like a Friday or something. He called me on Monday and left me a voicemail. And I will always remember it because I remember the first 10 <laughs> seconds being like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like, cause he had an accent and I wasn't expecting him to call me, you know, cause we all, we like, yeah. we text these days and I was like, who the hell is this Australian? Like, what the hell? And after like 10 seconds, I was like, oh my God. It's him. It's him. He called me like the day he got into the country. <gasps> yeah, just mm-hmm. to be like, "Hey, I landed. Like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Confirming. I'm excited about Friday." Right. And and that was why it took me a moment to be like, "What is he talking about? What Friday? What?" <laughs> so, um, new phone. Who this? Yeah, new phone. Who this? International number. What? Um, so yeah, that was really cool. First of all. And it was also really nice. I don't know how you ladies feel about this, but I really like when a date has been set in advance for the man to confirm. Yes. Like yes, a couple yes, days yeah, before, yes. like day of, because I'm like, are we still Are you going to be there? Like, are, because I've been flaked on. I've been flaked on a lot. And yeah, so I'm yes. like, are you going to flake on me? Especially when it's the first date. Yeah. So it was really cool that he called Monday. He was like, I'm really excited about Friday. And then I think it was Wednesday or something that he texted and said, how about we meet at nine at... Bar DuPont, which was this nice bar in town. And um, I loved that. I was like, oh my God, he has a plan. This is great. Like, this is fantastic. And it's especially impressive because it's from motherfucking Australia. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, he asked asked some people or he looked it up on Yelp or what he figured it the fuck out. And it was so sexy. Something out there. And then what was super sexy was I showed up and he was already there. And 
I was really nervous. And I, like, that was what I opened with. I, like, walked up to him at the bar. And I was like, I'm really nervous. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Hi, I'm right nervous. Now. Hi, I'm really so cute. nervous. What's your name? <laughs> um, They're like, are you mad? And, and, he, yeah. and he was, like, he was, like, pretty grounded. He was like, I'm nervous, too. Let's have a glass of wine. <laughs> so we have this wine, and we stay there. And it was so cool because... I think we, like, met up at, yeah, we met up at, like, 9, and we were there till like, 11.30 or something, and it was, like, a nice hotel or something, and so they closed the bar relatively early, and he was, like, I looked up a couple of places mm-hmm. near here that are open late, and there's one that has board games. Do you want to go? Yes. And I was, like, oh, my God. Not only did you look up the first place, mm-hmm. but you actually mm-hmm. thought about what we would do after, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. and I had never known that literally, like, three blocks away was this other cool bar with board games open till 2 in the morning. Like, I learned something about my city yeah. because he took the time to prepare an experience totally. for me, and we had hot sex that night, guys. <laughs> I am not going to lie. I was like, um, yeah, I will surrender to you. Like, mm-hmm. that, I mean, it wasn't the only thing, but that was definitely, like... That made a huge impression on me. Like, you are from another country, and you planned this. And you, like, made me feel secure all along the way. Like, calling me, like, um, like, confirming, like, making the plan by Wednesday so that I wasn't, like, off balance. Again, that feeling of being off balance of, like, I don't know, what are we doing? Like, what what should I wear? Like, all of that stuff. Like, it was so nice, and we had great sex, and I will remember him forever. Australians. Uh, it was so nice. Um, so yeah. So now I just kind of want to talk about like. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, I'll make it brief. Um, I had an experience where um, I had a guy plan an adventure night for me, and it was really fun because I was in a stage where I was kind of struggling with depression, and um, he was he was really solid, and he would make an effort to be in my life and show up, and you know. Yada, yada. So one night he was like, okay, I'm taking you on adventures. Uh, bring these different types of clothes, and I'm not really telling you what we're doing. And I'm like, what? And so we went out. He picked me up. We drove in his neighborhood, and we went to five separate things for a little bit of time. Like, wow. I, I, and, 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 what were the things? Were the things? Yeah, yeah. So um, the, the ones that I can remember is I remember we scaled a fence, and he had brought in, <laughs> he brought rollerblades, and we rollerbladed illegally in this park at night. Oh, that's oh, great. Gosh, um, that's so much fun. Yeah, and, and I, like, I like adventures. Basically, I just like to have fun with people and I like to be I like to be present and laugh a lot so I don't really give a shit what we do as long as you're having fun and I'm having fun with you that's my perfect date um you know we could be walking by the beach eating ice cream you know that's I don't really care to go to fancy dinners and stuff the second thing was is we went to this dance club for like a half an hour the club yeah it it wasn't the club it was like some weird retro I don't remember what it was (laughs) but it was not a regular club was that on Oahu? Uh, no, 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 okay. no, no, this is in California. Um, and we went for a half an hour and I remember like flinging around dancing with him and being just like, where are we? And I had, <laughs> and the cool thing was, is I'm very directionally geographically challenged. So I had no idea where we were at any point in time this evening. <laughs> um, and then I remember we went to a park and I think like swing on the swings is that even a word? I swing. love that. Swing on swing, the swing. Swing. Swings. I don't even think that's a word. We swing We swing on those swings. Um, <laughs> And I can't, I can't remember the other, I can't remember the other. That is really, I probably haven't written down in my journal, but I remember being like, this man is, oh, and then I think we went to dinner. He took me to this Italian restaurant and, um, it was one of those places where, uh, you can draw and color on the menu and he's an artist. So we like, 
<laughs> we took over the entire tablecloth and just colored all over the the whole thing and wrote poetry because we both wrote poetry and he was really creative and cool. And um, yeah, he just did really fun stuff that was, he was cool and creative and liked it also, but I really, really, really appreciated him in my life for creating experiences specifically when I was really not at a good place and I couldn't necessarily offer him a lot but he showed up and he offered me a ton and he was there and he took me on cool adventures Mm -hmm. and that was really, really fun. And I totally remember that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I think that's that's something I just want to like touch on is like, why, why does it feel so good? Why is it so amazing when a man creates an experience for us? What is it about it? That's so touching. I mean, I, I feel cared for. You know, I feel like this person cares about me and um, that makes me want to be with them and it makes me like them like immediately, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, and then I, I mean, like he's putting attention on me. So mm-hmm. I know that he's interested and attracted to me. Otherwise he wouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. And then I feel attracted to him and the more thought and care he puts into it, you know, I feel like, oh, I wouldn't have to worry around this man. I can just right. be myself. It mm. allows me the grace and the ease to just be who I am and be my best self with him. Totally. And I feel like, you know, he's like holding, he's like holding doors and doing these things. And my whole body's like, oh, I feel so melty. I could just melt. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. sure, ravish my body. Ravish <laughs> 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 me. Yes, he does all of those me. things. Yes. Yeah. My theory is, this is not answering your question, but it's, it's relevant. <laughs> <laughs> this well, has nothing to do with the topic. But I really like peanut butter. Yeah, this was about the summer of 2014, guys. Uh, <laughs> haven't talked about that summer yet. Um, so my, my theory, and this is indirectly, I guess, answering your question. My theory is that some men don't create these experiences because they don't want to be too committal. Um, however, yeah. if the the more that you know you the the more that you create an experiences uh, an experience the likelier the higher the likelihood of you getting laid <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know because because we, we kind of just want to be there in the moment and be feel safe in the moment we're mm-hmm. not we did mention earlier we talked i mentioned that i look for paternal men but really I'm just trying to have a good time in the moment, mm-hmm. you know? So if I feel safe and I feel secure in the moment, I feel like cared for, um, held, held connected. by you and connected to you, then yeah, I'm down. <laughs> yeah. We'll all second that. So for me, the answer to that is yes, those are all true, but it's mostly fun and adventure. I think that always I'm, I have the ideal that I want to be hanging out with my best friend that I can also touch inappropriately all the time. Um, and that's what is exciting to me. I want to have electricity with somebody that is my best friend that I can travel with adventure with, laugh my ass off and do nothing with and still have the best time. And so by creating an experience in the beginning and actually showing me who you are and if you're fun and if we actually click, then we're either going to click or we're not, but it kind of weeds it out really quickly. Like, could we have a thing? Could we not, you know, Mm -hmm. show up, I'll show up. And if we're a match, cool. And if we're not cool. Yeah. I think that for me, um, the, the reason that it feels so good is that I get to relax. Mm. I don't have to be the leader. I don't have to have it all together. And I think um, 
I do have it together in a lot of my life. And so I, it's really nice to give the reins over to the, to the man. Like it's really, it feels really good to be led and to feel like I can just show up because I was also taken. And I just want to make the point that I'm going to tell another story because you can create an experience within a relationship too. Like a lot of what Mm -hmm. we're describing is a date or like a first date scenario, but I'd been with my, I'd been with my guy for like a year or a year and a half. And he created an experience for me, uh, similar where he said, okay, I'm taking you out Friday. Um, I'm going to show up at five, make sure you pack warm clothes, Mm -hmm. like warm clothes, but be comfortable. And that's it. Like, that's all you have to do. And I was super excited. Like I was excited like all week. Like I was like, Oh my God, where are we going? And, um, it ended up being, um, to a baseball game. And he also brought a picnic and it was San Francisco. So it was cold as fuck. Cause it's always cold in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And, um, and the thing I remember the most is that he brought like a hot thermos of, um, spiked hot chocolate. And I was like, Oh my God, you know me so well. Like that's like the perfect thing to bring. And it was cold. It was really cold. So it was like comforting. And it was like, you really thought about this. You really thought about it. You planned ahead. You know who I am. Mm -hmm. We're in a relationship. Like, you Mm -hmm. know that I love chocolate. You know that I love Bailey's, you know that it's going to be cold and I hate being cold. Like Mm -hmm. he like really planned it. And he brought an extra jacket for me. Right. He great. told me oh to God, he told me great. to dress warmly, and he also yeah, brought a jacket <laughs> because he knew I was going to be cold. Um, so yeah, it was like let's go out Friday, but there was no set plan. This was like the weekend before, and on like Tuesday or something, he texted me like, "I feel like you're more of a wine bar girl than a dive bar girl." Is that true? And I was like, oh my God, that's really cute. Like you actually thought about who I am and get made a guess. Mm-hmm. And obviously you're thinking about what we're going to do on our date. That's so hot. Yeah. Like yeah. that's so nice to know that you're working on it. Like while I'm just living my life and I get to show up Friday and be like this radiant woman for you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, definitely wine bar. And he took me to a great wine bar that Friday. Like mm-hmm. it was so, it just, it enhanced the expectations of the date too, which I think is another thing about creating an experience for a woman is that for us, it's like something we get to look forward to and yeah. it's exciting. It's like, mm-hmm. and so then instead of feeling off balance, like we were saying, yeah. we get to feel like really on balance and like, we're dressing up. We look good. Like we bring so much more of ourselves to you mm-hmm. when you create something for us to step into. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is really astute. That last sentence. Thanks. Yeah. And I think it creates the, like it creates some like attraction, like it creates the anticipation, which builds to the attraction when you're on the date. Yeah. So planning it builds anticipation and then that, that translates yeah. into attraction and chemistry on a date. Yeah. Very easily. Totally. Which is going to get you laid. <laughs> going to get you laid. Take note, y'all. Take note. Yeah. And then I think the last thing I just wanted to mention was like, even if you, if you create an experience and you need to adjust, that's, that's fine. Like I remember one of my boyfriends made, he actually made reservations at two different restaurants because he didn't know where we were going to be in the city. And I was publishing a book at the time and I was like really stressed out and anxious. And we had to end up like running all of these errands and, um, we didn't end up using either of the reservations, but we ended up going somewhere else. But the fact that he had made them like, 
I was like swooning. Like, I can't remember how it came up. I think it was like a timing thing. Like we were somewhere at eight and he was like, well, we have a reservation here. If we want to go, if you want to go, we have this standing reservation. I was like, oh my God, you made a reservation. Oh my God. You made two reservations. Let's have sex right now. (laughs) So turned on. And yes, we had great sex later that night. So I think there's a pretty direct correlation to be made between creating a good experience and Having a great experience in the bedroom. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Preach. All right. Um, we're going to wrap this up. Is there any last words of wisdom or advice that you guys would offer to men around creating experiences? I think that's what I said before. I, I really am interested in seeing how you show up as well. And also, like Ash said earlier, not just you. Like, me also. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I want it to be a back and forth of who are we on the date and let's let's show ourselves our cool, shiny stuff. That sounds kind of weird, but yeah, like I'm, I'm interested in you. I've said yes to going on a date or being in a relationship with you and, you know, let's continue to hang out and build electricity no matter what level or stage we're at. Mm. And I think if you don't know what to do on a date, like I don't, I think like, if you're like, I want to create an experience, but I don't know what to do, it's okay to ask questions. You just yeah. don't want to ask questions the night of. <laughs> oh, you want to, like, three or five days ahead be like, hey, do you, are you a big fan of Italian food? Or, like, you can throw out a suggestion so that you get, some you get a feel. And yeah. so you don't have to, like, figure it all out. Mm-hmm. Um, but so there are ways to just go about that and still create the experience and be masculine. Mm-hmm. Right. Have some sort of direction or some sort of intention into going into the date. Don't be floundering because we can tell. (laughs) We can tell. And, you know, it doesn't allow for us to be our best selves and to... And to surrender to you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think my last bit of advice would be kind of like what Z said of uh, it doesn't have to be elaborate. It can easily be, let's get Froyo and walk on the beach. It doesn't have to be elaborate. For me, it just has to be a plan. Like you thought about it. There was a plan. And even if it has to be revised, I still feel taken care of that there was a plan. And that he communicates that there's a plan. Yes. He may have one, and if he doesn't communicate, like, I looked this up because I thought you would like it, then you don't know he made the plan. Well, but there is a plan because he's saying, let's meet at four at this place. You know, there's still, there's some kind of plan. For, for me, it is nice when I, but if he, did, if there is like a, let's meet at four and do this. And I'm like, oh, he did look it up or like there was some yeah. sort of like forethought. Mm-hmm. So cool. All right. Well, this wraps up another episode of Dear Men, Girl Talk edition. Girl Talk. Girl talk. We need like a, like a sound or like a, <laughs> you got to work on that. Girl Talk. Hey guys, this is Mel. And this is Jason. You've probably heard me on at least a few episodes by now. And we coach together in part because we know that it's when the masculine and the feminine come together that we are the most powerful. So we wanted to let you know about a free training that we put together for you guys. It's about how to take back control of your love life. We are absolutely inspired to help guys like you take all of the amazing ideas that Mel has introduced to you on this podcast and actually put them into practice, bring them into your life to create lasting change. So if you're interested in that, just go to evolutionary.men slash training to sign up. If you've been looking for a way to go a little bit deeper than just this podcast, this is the opportunity for you. Again, that's evolutionary.men slash training, and you're going to get a much deeper dive with Mel and I.